<clears throat> do you want to do the quote? All right, the quote. Whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. Genesis 9, 6. Hello, criminals. Hello, criminals. We're back. Well, uh, uh, what? Well, we're doing another episode. I don't know if that means we're back. We're back <laughs> because I'm going to keep us on top of it. Okay. Although Nicole is ultimately the one that edits and posts the episodes. So. I have a very busy life. No, she doesn't. She was I taking do. a nap when I got here. Yeah, because I have a very busy life. <laughs> it makes me very sleepy. Well, it's been a while. I missed you, the audience, not you, Nicole. Mm. Um, how's everybody what been? Animal is that? Is Gribble coming down the stairs? <laughs> yeah. <gasps> Hi, Gribble. So we have oh. a few guests today. <laughs> All of the animals in the house have come for this momentous occasion. Oh. We should take a. We should post a picture of them. We should. They're great. They're great. <sighs> Right. I forgot how to how we do this. Oh my god, do you guys hear that breathing? <laughs> oh none chuck left, I guess. Get down, you ass. Sally's <laughs> <laughs> crying. Alright. We just took some pictures. We'll post some of those. Oh my god, his panting is You're so, so loud. loud, Gribble. I'm sorry. We can't make him leave. You're just gonna have to bear with it for however long he sits. Oh, Oh, my God. This is bad. This is bad. No, it's fine. <laughs> Gribble, lay down. Lay down. He's leaving. <laughs> All right. No more noises. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to, Michelle? Oh, just working. I did not say your name. I did not ask <laughs> for you, Gribble. You need to go. You need to go. <laughs> he ran away. He's like, yipe, 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 yipe. <sighs> anyway, I've been working. Nicole, how about you? I just started my senior year of high school. <laughs> and can I tell you, it's awful. <laughs> I mean, it's fine, but it's also the worst, you know? I told you to drop those AP classes. I don't know. My classes aren't too bad. It's just I hate doing anything. Mm. And so oh yeah, even the normal uh, any anything at all is just too much, you know. Yeah. I had all electives my senior year <laughs> and I still didn't do anything. <laughs> it should have been fun. Oh. I'm taking my PE classes online. <laughs> Which did you know that I don't know if they're doing it this year but next year they're offering that like video game class no yes, what what kind of video game i don't know but like i would we oh probably Wii i don't fit. know but i would have totally done a video game class that sounds fun i know it's not anything like physical education 
Well, we is. Have you ever done a Wii the fit? The Wii, yeah. The Wii will kill you. I played Spider-Man on the Wii, and my muscles were so sore. I was like, was I working out? What the fuck? I was Wii on the Spider-Man on the Wii. I should be able to do that for online bowling. I should be able to do Wii bowling. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> so, yeah, that's what's going on in my life. Did you ever take sex ed? We had, like, a day of it. Like, like a two-day... I feel like I already asked you this on this podcast. Probably. We did it in seventh grade. It was boys and girls. We did had one just... in, like... Like, we had a, a puberty thing in fifth grade, and then, like, another puberty thing in sixth grade, <laughs> and then puberty. we had to take... And then in uh, ninth grade, we had to do this... We did sex ed at some point, but we also did this, like, one-day thing <laughs> about, like, abusive relationships. Oh, no. That's good. Yeah, it was awful. They made us watch this documentary thing about this guy who murdered his girlfriend. <gasps> and they were like, don't do that. It's always the boyfriend. <sighs> Speaking of murder... Let's get to this episode. Enough about our sad lives. Perfect segue. I'm so good at. I should be. I. I. I lost it. You're not good. I You're ruined, not good at it. I ruined, ruined it. <laughs> this episode. Oh wait, we didn't even. Did we even introduce the podcast? I'm Michelle. I'm Nicole, and this is Unsub, a Criminal Minds podcast where, where we. we- through criminal minds episode by episode criminal mind by criminal mind nailed it i'm michelle stop (laughs) don't i'm i'm actually nicole it was just a little joke it's not funny that we do it's not that i I don't do that (laughs) this is episode 14 called riding the lightning it's about two death row inmates i guess they're in like a co-ed prison (laughs) If the zones exist, I don't know. But there are two death row inmates who are on death row for killing a bunch of girls. So, Nicole, do you remember this episode? Uh, I remember the premise. I paid very little attention while we were watching God. it. God. Well, we weren't watching it for the podcast. We were watching casually. There is no casual watch <laughs> of Criminal Minds. I was watching during gotta sociology. Be, gotta be on. On it. All the time. Okay, so this episode opens on Gideon rapturously enjoying classical music. Could you just get the zoom in on his face? And then it fades into the BAU. Driving to the prison. The co-ed prison. <laughs> For why, Nicole? On their way to interview Sarah Jean Dawes and Jacob Dawes, a couple on death row for murder of 13 girls. They're on death row together. How sweet. Isn't that cute? How romantic. So it's 13 because they just found another victim under the floorboards of Sarah Jean's mom's house. I think I need to watch the the episode. I'll guide you through this. All right. And then, um, so that woman, that girl had gone missing 15 years ago. They just found her. So they're like, we got to find out if there's any more victims because 
these guys are going to die very soon. Both of them? Both of them within an hour of each other. Isn't that weird? When did they stop doing the electric chair? I don't know. You going to goog it? Give it a goog as they say on True Crime Obsessed? Yeah. (laughs) My favorite podcast currently. Why are you going through the entire Wikipedia article instead of just Googling? Oh my god, the most recent execution by electrocution, that's redundant because electrocution already implies execution. Oh my god. Was Stephen Michael West on August 15th, 2019. Oh my god. What? That was pretty darn recently. August 15th? That was 2019 and where? This month. Who uses the electric chair? I don't know. I already exited. Okay. (laughs) That's crazy. Okay, so I guess it's not as dumb. (laughs) Yeah. So let's um wanna do wanna go into Reed's hair update. Where is he? Oh, already? Well, this is our first glimpse of him, so I'm like, we might as well. It's not I mean, nothing too crazy. Oh yeah, just his regular old hair. He just looks like a He's wearing a weird hat. <laughs> uh, so yeah, his hair—it's about uh, about chin length, maybe a little um, yeah, jaw length, yeah. maybe. He has it, you know, tucked behind his ears as he does, parted to the side, like a messy part. Like he ran his hands through it, like he's a hot girl in high school. Mm, I don't know about that. He looks like a—I just—I don't like that Mm-mm. hair. Mm-mm. It gets better. Yeah, I suppose so. So Garcia is not into traveling to death row. She's like, this is not in my job description. Why is she with them? What is happening? In this <laughs> what is happening in this episode? I was I was holding a baby. I didn't know. We were watching it with um, our nieces. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was pretty into the whole my niece being in my arms part. Oh, shut up. And you don't care. <laughs> well, I just, I was paying attention to her, not to the to the yeah. show. Yeah, and Garcia's like, they killed 13 blonde girls. Hello, I'm blonde. Okay, Garcia, sure you are. <laughs> Come on, Garcia, we both know that's die. Mm. So, Ms. Sarah only confessed to killing her two-year-old son, Riley, but not any of the teenage girls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look at Sally. She's listening to Gribble whine. Oh, my God. Gribble is outside of the door crying. Well, we get a shot of old Sparky. <laughs> and then we cut to Sarah Jean wearing the most ratchet-looking hair extensions. <laughs> I just hate them. They're kind of distracting. Do you have a picture? Hmm. I don't get a... I'll get a good shot of her extensions because they're, I think that they have the extensions because she has to have her hair cut for the execution and they didn't want to cut her actual hair. (laughs) She doesn't just have it cut. They had her in a bald cap. Yeah. (laughs) So obviously they wouldn't cut her real hair for that. She's like, I'm not getting my hair cut for episode 14 of Criminal Minds. Look at those. They're like a totally different like. Like, her real hair is kind of shiny. Yes! And then these ones, these, okay, well, that's a good picture. Yes. Her last meal, this is also where we meet the warden. He's pretty prominent in this episode. 
He says her last meal cannot exceed $20. And she asks if she can see the full moon tomorrow before her execution. And he says, no. You know. Against regulations. I was going to say you'd think that they would do these interviews before the last day, but they just found the body. Yeah. (laughs) You know, why wouldn't they just postpone it? Why couldn't they just postpone the execution? Well, we'll get into that. A little bit. Cut to the (laughs) The BAU arrives at the prison. Yes. There are people all gathered outside screaming. There's protesters. And also there are a dozen women, all of whom have dyed their hair blonde. And they're dressed like the victims. Victims. They call themselves the women of Jacob. And so they try to look like the women that he killed, which I think is very disrespectful. (laughs) i like their signs i like when shows and things like try to mimic (laughs) protests make protest signs yeah because they're all like they're always so vague and like dumb (laughs) like no (laughs) like i don't know and like if it's like an anti-gay protest there's like the signs are so dumb they're like no gay. Like, that's it. No gay. <laughs> no gay. Gay is not okay. <laughs> yeah. I think the real signs are much more interesting. Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. <clears throat> <clears throat> so then we also see Jacob being led to his cell in shackles. Sarah Jean was in shackles too, wasn't she? Yes. And we get a little zoom in of his Heart tattoo with Sarah Jean's name and till death do us part. How beautiful. Ooh, that's so creepy. He's a creep. He is. He's the worst. So the BAU sets up their center of operations in like some storage room or something. Why is Garcia there? I don't know, but she sets up her computers. One of the, com- she sets up like five <laughs> monitors. One of the monitor is just for the sole purpose of displaying a countdown to execution. That's and all. That's the only reason it's there. One, oop, right now we are at 35 hours. Yes. And I think that the team is at the prison for the whole 35 hours. That's kind of fun. It's like a, like a, like a Nancy Drew type. I like when people are at a spooky place for a prolonged amount of time, you know? <laughs> it reminds me of, like, my Nancy Drew days and such. Sure. What are you I want to see Garcia's outfit. That's not pink. She was wearing a pink jacket All right, earlier. <laughs> Bitch. Oh, because it's time. Yeah. I don't know why you were doing oh. that. Stop it. Maybe you should read the notes. What's it time for, Nicole? Garcia on the runway, yeah. Here we go. We're good girl. Do your thing. Okay. <laughs> on the runway. On the runway. <clears throat> yeah, so I thought she was wearing a plaid pink tweed suit. But it seems like Michelle's just a liar. But it's just her jacket. So once she takes off her jacket. Oh, I see. Then she has a blazer underneath. That's fun black blazer with gray pinstripes and her signature giant flower and then just a dark teal v-neck shirt which we don't really get a shot of her standing up so i cannot tell if she's wearing a matching skirt of course she is michelle it's i garcia 
I thought that she would be wearing a pink plaid skirt. But now I just don't know. We literally never see it. I went through this episode again and again. And I failed. And I'm sorry. So Morgan gives us a rundown of the murderers. Sarah Jean and her buddy boy, whatever his name is. Jacob. A bunch of girls went missing in 1985 in northern Florida. An anonymous think- woman called the police, tipping them off to Jacob. Police visited Jacob, Sarah Jean, and two-year-old Riley. Stop. She's doing that because I put all the names of the characters in all caps because it's I just then I, came I don't back know three why. hours later with a search warrant. Riley was gone. Stop police shouting found the bodies the of two missing girls under Jacob's Twelve. Twelve of the missing girls were found under Jacob's workshop. And Jacob had ordered Sarah Jean to kill their son, Riley, and dispose of the body. Which she apparently did within that three-hour window. So spooky. I would need at least 80 <laughs> years. <laughs> at least. I'd need at least 80 years to kill my son. Say <laughs> goodbye. Yeah. Find a space in myself where I'm okay with it. Get it done. <laughs> And so this is where we get a little mini profile of Jacob. His prison records show that he is a sexual psychopath. Yikes, that's the worst kind. Honestly. He's obsessed with total control over his victims. He shows no remorse or guilt. And he saw Sarah Jean as a possession. And meanwhile, Sarah Jean, they don't have much uh, info on her, but that she has the demeanor of a war victim. Stop. Stop making noises. Your socks are inside out. These are mom's socks. Your mom's socks. <laughs> One of them is inside out. So at this point, uh, Sam Shapiro pops out of fucking nowhere. Who's he? That's exactly what Elle said. <laughs> He's the appeals attorney. And he says, they agree to these interviews, right? I cannot grant them a stay of execution. So... I'm not sure why he's here, but he why? just wants to make that clear. Uh, make what clear? That he that they agreed to the interviews? That, yeah, that they agreed and that he cannot get a stay of execution. So they need to figure out what they need to figure but out. But they're the FBI. Well, it's up to the governor. But they're the FBI. Well. If there's anyone out here who knows <laughs> what the actual powers of the FBI is and if they can get a stay of execution, I'd love to know because I feel like this just isn't accurate. <clears throat> I don't think they can because remember when everyone was like asking Obama to free Brendan Dassey? No. <laughs> and Obama was like, he's a prisoner of the state, so legally I can't do anything about that. The fuck? Even though he's the president of the United States. Because states' rights. What did we go to war for? Am I right? So we cut to Ellen Morgan going to the old condemned house of Jacob and Sarah Jean. um, Which is scheduled for demolition. Just to, you know, poke around, see what there is. You know, Ellen Morgan also went back to the the one where they got poisoned, the cafe, to get the other angle. Because things weren't matching up. They make a great team. They do when they go back to the scene and see what there is to see. Because Elle 
always loves to give Morgan unnecessary details. Elle loves to guess something. She likes and to be wrong. <laughs> And then Morgan oh, says, she's always wrong. <laughs> but no, because she tells him things that he should already know, which I Oh, assume yeah. Morgan, like, asks questions. It's <laughs> obviously for the audience's benefit. But it's like, it's like okay. She like, says, Jacob claims Sarah Jean would lure the victims from mall parking lots by inviting them to smoke pot in her truck. <laughs> it's like, Morgan, I'm sure, knows that already. No, he doesn't. And Elle is basically just saying that. For our benefit. Thank you, Elle. (laughs) So they go to Jacob's workshop or where his workshop once was. This is where the girl was buried, right? Under the floorboards? No. Oh. This is where the 12, the first 12 were found. Wait, where is the last one? Under Sarah Jean's mom's house. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. So his workshop was also where he tortured and killed his victims. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There were tool marks on the victims matching tools from the workshop. He would dismember them. Ow! (laughs) And then bury them under the floor. And Jacob was abused as a child, but they don't know nothing about Sire Jean because her mother never spoke in her defense or gave any interviews. Mm -hmm. But Morgan gets her to talk with his rippling six-pack, as Michelle wrote. He can get her to oh, talk. Oh, he can. He hasn't done it yet. Oh. So cut to Gideon and Reed. They're following the warden to Sarah Jean's cell. She has to be kept away from the other prisoners for her own safety because she's like the most hated woman alive. Oh, yes, because there are there are a lot of mothers in this jail or whatever. Whoever <laughs> said that. There are a lot of mothers. That's the what you remember from this episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So everyone hates her, but Jacob has groupies. Fucking dressing up like his victims. That's how the world works. Women, be better. Women murderers, you deserve groupies too. (laughs) That's not. (coughs) So Sarah Jean has several of her own paintings in her cell. One of which is her son, Riley, running through a field. Oh my god. (coughs) I'm gonna get my water. (laughs) Do you have water? No. Give me water. water. Okay. Wanna pause that or are you gonna keep talking? Mm, I might talk a bit. Alright. We'll post pictures of Sarah Jean's paintings. She asks Gideon, what do you wanna know? Oh good, Gribble's back. Knocking shit over with his wild tail. Hi, Gribble. Hi. You need to be quiet. You need to shut your fucking mouth. No, don't lick me. Oh my god. Get off. Who's a good boy? 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 Oh, you're such a good boy. Okay. Now get off now. Get off of me. Oh god. He's a big boy. Maybe I should pause this. Hello, criminal? Lexi, Lexi keeps sending me invitations to her live videos. We're a great podcast. We get that water. Hydrate. Hydrate this or dehydrate. This is your reminder to have a sip. Take a sip, you guys. Okay. Ellen Morgan are now at Sarah Jean's mother's house. It's like all boarded up and jacked up. 
How did they find the body there? Uh, I don't know. They just did. <laughs> like, after all these years, they were like, hey, we need to dig up your floor. Maybe. Dumb. So somebody spray painted Rot in Hell Sarah Jean on the boarded up windows, which is like, Sarah Jean's not here. Like, she's literally in prison about to get executed. This so. is her mother's house. Why are you bothering her mother? Literally. Fuck off. If any of you tried to bother my mother, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know what I'd do. Why? <laughs> oh, boy. I would not be happy about oh. it. So after a while, Mrs. Mason, I assume this is Sarah Jean's mother. Yes. <laughs> answers. And she is not, she's not happy about the body. <laughs> That was found under her floor. She's pretty darn peeved off about it. She doesn't like that. Mm-mm. And, I, you know, I think that's a trait that we all share. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't like that. But I bet she, there is uh... one under my apartment. <clears throat> so she lets the BAU in her house, even though she's pretty peeved off about the body. She's pissed. <sighs> and Morgan's like, oh, Jacob built the extension, didn't he? He uh, really liked arches. Like, what? Morgan, why are you talking about architect? Architecture? (laughs) (laughs) And she says, he liked underage girls is what he liked. Yeah, so she's fun. And she's drinking vodka out of a a little china teacup. (laughs) She's fun! Is she? I don't like her. Oh my god. They ask her about... Sarah Jean's upbringing and, like, maybe if we understand how she was up, up brought, <laughs> we can understand why this happened. And she says that Sarah Jean's father was a strict military man, but he's dead now, so it's okay. And Sarah Jean will also be dead soon. And she'll have no family left. Sad. Hmm. And he was mean. But he never hurt Sarah Jean, just the big mama. Mrs. Mason. And so... Why did you capitalize the names, creep? I don't know, just so they stand out. Morgan asks if Mrs. Mason, (laughs) Mrs. Papation, please. (laughs) Who's Mrs. Papation? Bob Berger. (laughs) (laughs) Such a good show. He asks her what? I was just saying words. I wasn't going to read it. Morgan says, we got an anonymous caller who tipped off the police all those years ago. Was it you? She Is said, it me? <laughs> Say it's us. And I baby. Okay, she says, on. no, but I know who it was. And she hands them a letter and says, this came this morning. What's the letter? A statement of innocence from Ms. Sarah Jean. Ah. So we cut to Reed and Gideon walking with Sarah Jean to the interview room. And she tells Reed, your mother must be very proud because she's a very maternal woman. She cares about everybody's children. And, um... What are you doing? Nunchuck. Oh my god. I'm gonna let the cat in. Nunchuck? She's so polite. She says hello when she comes in the room. <laughs> what an angel. Alright, so. <sighs> your mother must be very proud. Um, some guards and Hotch walk Jacob through the hall. 
And he's like, hey, baby. Sarah Jane, you're so fine, baby cakes. Gross. It's gross. And she's just like, mm. oh, my God. I just pet this cat for one second and so much hair came out. I'm going to bring my brush I was going to say, hey, let me borrow your... Michelle got some fancy rubber brush from PetSmart, and now she thinks she's the best cat owner in the world. I'm, I am. Like, mm. oh. Sarah Jean talking to Gideon. She's like, you did that on purpose, didn't you? Something like that. <laughs> That's her voice. I think it is. So we cut to the interview room with Hotch and Jacob. I'm opening your Snapchats. Great. <gasps> ah! <laughs> I put... I put a picture of the thing. The what is this called? Mic. Don't tap the microphone. <laughs> the microphone on my Snapchat, and our only fan David replied and said, "And then it will take a month to get out." He's Nicole, rude. will it take a month to get out? So Jacob. Uh, <laughs> Jacob, uh, you're just saying words. <laughs> Jacob has a deck of cards. And he's like, you want to see a trick, Hotch? Hotch, tricky, tricky, Hotch, Hotch. Hotch does not want to see a trick. <laughs> he wants to know how many other girls there are. How many other dead girls, to be specific. <laughs> how many girls in the world? <laughs> Only girl in the world. <laughs> better if we'd started singing the same part <laughs> i think we sang different songs i was singing i was singing only girl in the world oh yeah that i could be chasing but my time would be wasting you got nothing on you no 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 nothing on you babe no nothing on you nothing on you no 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 nothing on you babe but jacob is being a silly bitch about it He's like, put. he's like the Joker. He thinks he's so funny. He thinks he's the Joker. He thinks he's the Joker. So Gideon and Reed ask Sarah Jean, what did you see in Jacob? What did she see in Jacob? Freedom. <laughs> I beg your pardon? <laughs> freedom. Yes, freedom. And Garcia's <laughs> watching all her screens, all 30 of her screens that she brought. <laughs> And she gets a call from Elle, her BFF. And Elle wants to talk to Gideon. So Garcia patches her through to his earpiece while he's interviewing Sarah Jean. Oh, and reads out loud the statement of innocence. Yes, that she just got from her mama. Elle reads the letter to Gideon and Gideon repeats it out loud to Sarah Jean. And Sarah Jean's freaking out. She does not like that. Mm -mm. She says, step it, and rips the earpiece out of Gideon's head. And then, so, (laughs) I actually got some good screenshots of this. Oh, good. Reed takes over reading the letter, and she attacks him, full, like, wanting to scratch his eyes out. I that. Oh, she just starts clawing at him. Yes. That's what I want. She wants to scratch his eyes out. That's what I want. I didn't mean to. What? You want to scratch Reed's eyes out? Yes. I think that would make me happy. (gasps) The only way to express, like, affection and love is through violence. I think that's the only thing that will make me happy in life. I know exactly what you mean. So this is the letter that they read. Uh, Nicole, do you want to read it or shall I? Mom, I know how difficult this must be. Things between us were never that. What? 
were never what they should be between a mother and a daughter. I want you to know that the best part of me, the most important part of me, is now in a better place than you or I will ever be. I am responsible for the deaths of those girls by neglecting my duty as a woman and as a mother. Great. And Gideon oh, says, you are not responsible. You're neglecting your duties, whatever that means. You didn't kill those girls. And Sarah says, I knew Jacob brought women back to his workshop and that they died as a result of her neglect. Because she's just a mother to everyone. She really is. She's a very maternal, warm person. It's sad. And Gideon says, you're innocent, bitch, because of the letter. Yes. So cut to 24 hours till execution. Which we know because of (laughs) Garcia's one screen that she brought solely for the purpose. Yes, which means that the BAU has been here for 11 hours. Is that right? Is that true? Am I saying this correctly? So the BAU and lawyer Shapiro, Ben Shapiro, I actually wrote Shapiro, but I don't know if that's correct from, I don't know if it's, I just, I thought that I knew that it was Shapiro, but I didn't want to scroll back up and check. But I think it is Shapiro. Watching the footage of Sarah Jean's interview uh, around Garcia's monitors. Many monitors. So many monitors. And Shapiro says it's still not good enough to get a stay. And then Reed says a bunch of nerdy science shit about sex, which leads to the conclusion that Jacob was an only child. So he was alone when he was abused. Therefore, he needs to be alone when abusing his victims. Wow, that's deep. So he wouldn't want Sarah Jean there while he was killing these women. Wasn't there one... Where they murdered them together, though. Like, just one. I don't know. <clears throat> not not a victim. I mean an episode. Two different people. I don't know. Um, they also believed if it was Sarah Jean who made the anonymous... Oop. They also believed it was Sarah Jean who made the anonymous call to the popo. But they need evidence for that. Uh-huh. And uh, I think this is the point where Gideon says, if we can prove she didn't kill Riley, is that enough to grant a stay of execution? And Shapiro says, yes, absolutely. So that's what we need to do. And Gideon decides that the key to everything lies in Sarah Jean's paintings. Says Gideon's a creep. <laughs> Gideon is very good at his job. Oh, because he's a he's a psychic, I forgot. That's why he wants the paintings. Oh, that's probably that's probably it. That's probably it. Cut to JJ and Garcia at the monitors. The news reporters are outside and they're reporting that the FBI <gasps> Excuse me. Is looking for a stay of execution. And JJ's like, who the fuck told them that? JJ's always like that, but like she should know by now. She does not like when people know things that she didn't tell them. (laughs) So Hodge is not getting anywhere with Jacob because Jacob just thinks he's like some fucking joker. So JJ fluffs her hair and her titties. She fluffs her titties? Yup. And she goes in there to help. It's worth noting, JJ is blonde. (laughs) Hodge and JJ, they're in there with Jacob. JJ turns up the sex appeal. She's like... My friends call me JJ. You're not my friend. You can call me Jennifer. Oof. Uh, Jacob likes it. He likes some feisty. Ugh. 
He's a sicko. Michelle, he's a murderer. I know. He says if Hotch beats him at poker, he'll give him another victim. But if <laughs> Jacob wins, he gets to smell JJ's hair. <laughs> I hated this. This is disgusting. I can just smell JJ's hair. JJ's like, it's okay, Hodge. Don't smell my hair. Nicole just smelled my hair. I know it doesn't smell good because I haven't washed it. It smells fine. It smells like hair. So Hodge pretends. I don't know anything about poker, but Hodge pretends to lose with two pair. And uh, Jacob has a straight flush or something. But then Hodge is like, oh, my bad. I actually have... A full house. Is that were those all poker terms? No, I think they I were. I think one of those was football. A flood? <laughs> I don't so know. So Jacob says there are no other bodies. <laughs> Psych, you guys. I was just gonna smell JJ's hair. Ha ha. He's a piece of shit. Back with Mama Jean. No. Gideon uh, is also there. And he has her paintings delivered to the interview room. He just likes to make her mad, I think. She's like, those are private. He's so rude, always getting up in her business. Mm -hmm. The paintings are Riley running free in a field, a flowing river, and a dozen roses, one for each victim. But there are 13 victims. She didn't know that, you guys. She didn't know. She didn't do it. And Gideon says, why did you lie about killing your son? And she avoids the question. Uh, Sarah Jean asks if he carries pictures of his own son in his wallet. He says he does not. But he does carry <laughs> pictures of, like, some random bitch. Remember? Yeah, I remember. That picture he gave to, you know. Right, remember when he, he, he finally him. called his son? Oh, yeah. And then Aww. and then Reed peeked through the window and vowed to destroy him. Yes. So Riley would be 17 by well, now. Well, Sarah Jean also says, you don't carry him with you. You keep him someplace safe. Hmm. I just, I want all of the Criminal Minds episodes to be like a Nancy Drew. That episode with the pedophile in the airport. I want that on. No, it was a mall. Was it a mall or an airport? Pedophile in the mall. Yeah. That was a good one. I want that as like a Nancy. Like you want them to take place in one location. (sighs) Yeah. I love the. Like like an Agatha Christie murder dinner mystery. I love when things take place in one location. You should read and then there were none. I think it's called. I read that in sixth grade. You only need one location. Like that's it. Anything else is just excessive. So, Riley would be 17 by now. I thought you were going to keep going. (laughs) Sarah Jean asks, I guess I'll continue, asks if Gideon's job affects his marriage. And Gideon goes, I'm not married. And she says, but you still wear a ring. She wore a ring, came through without it. You really think she stayed true? I doubt it. Go on. Exactly. And Sarah Jean says that Arch... We're all sinners or something, but it's our children that suffer for our sins. And Gideon's like, where is your goddamn son? Where is he buried? Where is he buried? Where is he? Sarah Jean says, all that matters is that he's safe now. He's in a better place. A better place? Is that a euphemism for heaven? No. Back with JJ and Hodge. (laughs) They're getting up to leave Jacob, and they're like, ugh. Ugh. And then Hodge 
gets a message in his little earpiece that Sarah Jean has been granted a stay of execution because they don't think that she killed Riley. Is that a truth? No, that's a lie. Okay. So she did not get a stay of execution. And Jacob says, she did. She killed him. I can tell you where he's buried. <laughs> Cut to Ellen Morgan. They are at a gazebo that Jacob built in just some people's backyard. Oh, you know there's a body in there. You know there's a body under the gazebo. And some guy is using like a like a dousing rod. Yeah, like <laughs> some magic magic ground stick. Yes. With radar. <laughs> to see if there's any, you know, human bones up in there. And they find a human skull. Oh my god, they did? Yes, he can see it on his little Ew, ground penetrating uh, another screen. One? Yes! Uh, cut to That's eight. so many. <laughs> That's 14 now. Oh my god. Eight hours till the execution. And Which the means that the team has been there <laughs> for, I can't do math, but that is obscene amount. Garcia like, has her own life. Have like, they been awake this whole time? Did they, are they taking naps? Are, is everybody going insane from lack of sleep? Anyway, the team is in um, the monitor room with Garcia and the results on the gazebo body come in and they like load like a photo from Mm -hmm. 1999, like slow loading. The screen actually says loading. Is it Riley? No, it's another teenage girl. It's Ashley Farley. Why would Jacob do this? What is that supposed to mean? He's a murderer. Why'd you write that? <laughs> why would he tell why them? Why would he murder? Why would he tell them that it's Riley and then give them another body? He probably thinks he's going to get a stay of execution. He's a dumb bitch. But Gideon goes to Sarah Jean. Did that just pop up? <laughs> is there a ghost ah! in the Google Docs? Oh my God. Gideon goes to Sarah Jean's cell. Her last <laughs> meal is fucking Hardee's, a.k.a. Carl's Jr. Nicole, what are you doing? And it came with a toy. <laughs> she, her last meal is a kid's meal from Carl's Jr. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, so Sarah Jean was, was actually the house cleaner for Ashley Farley's parents, the newest victim, and she is... Shook at the news of her discovery. Of Sally's her trying body. to rip down my acoustic panel. She's trying to get outside through the acoustic panel. <gasps> she knows something I don't. Oh my god, there's a body in there. Ah! Remember that episode of that ghost show we used to watch where the ghost went into the wall? That <gasps> scarred me for a really long time. That's why my bed wasn't next to a wall for most of my childhood. I know you've told me this before. Mm-hmm. There was one summer. I think you, were you in fucking kindergarten? (laughs) There was one summer where both of our parents went to work. I was watching Nicole and all day long from the time we woke up (laughs) to the time we went to bed, (laughs) we were just watching Ghost Hunters, Most Haunted, (laughs) like just ghost shows. That, that was, was a great time. That was fun. That was a good that's summer. That's probably the way, the reason I am the way I am now. Eating watermelon, watching ghost shows. <laughs> Hodge asks Jacob how many others there are. I don't know why he'd ask that. He already knows he's a liar and a little bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jacob says he wants to be alone in his final hours. And Hodge says, no, I'm not done with you yet. <gasps> Jacob says, Oh, me neither. Ew. With this scary jack-o'-lantern smile. Ah! 
Oh my gosh, it's almost Halloween. Are you excited? Oh my god. I'm so... Nunchuck, please. She's excited. Nunchuck is so excited for <laughs> Halloween, even though she can't go outside because of devil worshippers. So. Uh, so Gideon goes to Sarah Jean's cell, looks at her paintings, and says, Where is Riley? Girl, tell me. And she says, I'd like to be alone in my final hours. Oh, that's uh, what Jacob said. So spooky. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But she really does want to be alone. She does. And she makes him get out. She says, Gods, gods, get this man out of here. Gods, gods. No, she just says, please see Agent Gideon out or something like that. She's very calm. Is she bald at this point yet? No. Okay. So Gideon goes back to, you know, Garcia's little setup. Five hours till execution. They have been at this prison for 30 hours. 30 hours. What? They're all wearing the same clothes. <laughs> I don't understand. That sounds like fun. Ugh, I can barely work for eight hours. I take a nap in the middle of my work day. Luckily, because I'm a nanny, the kids take naps. So I get to take a nap. I cannot. Uh, he asks her to pull oh, up. Oh, but my doc, my blood results came back and my doctor upped my medication, like doubled it. Oh, God. So hopefully things are on the upswing for old Michelle. Is that what that means? Yeah, I mean, okay. I probably won't be as tired, maybe. Uh, we'll see. Okay. It's a fun experiment with my blood. Oh. Go on. So... <laughs> Gideon asked Garcia to pull up the interview he did with Ms. Sarah Jean. I just bit my tongue. He references Exodus 2-3, which Reed, of course, knows is the story of Moses. I forgot to write this, but in the painting of the river, there's a basket in the <gasps> reeds. Reed? <laughs> there's a basket in the reeds. You know, the story of Moses. Mm -hmm. His mother sent him down, and then the pharaohs... The rich pharaoh's daughter found him. And from this, they conclude that Riley is alive. And if they can prove it, they can save Sarah Jean. God, ah! cut to two hours until execution. They have been at this prison for 33 hours straight. The team is checking old police and hospital records as well as local newspapers for anything about an abandoned baby. You know, because of Riley and such. Lawyer Shapiro is on the phone, like, trying to do his thing. He says, I don't give a damn where the governor is. We may have proof of Sarah Jean's innocence. We need to get a stay of execution if we find this child. But they cannot find any abandoned two-year-olds. And Gideon decides he needs to get into her cell. Mm-hmm. Oh, while he's on his way to the cell, they pass Jacob, which I refer to also as Billy Bob, because he kind of reminds me of Billy Bob Thornton. Do you know who that is? No. Bad Santa? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dated Angelina Jolie for a while. Of course, of course. That was a fun pair. So he's getting his head shaved. Um, The warden does not want to let Gideon in. To Sarah Jean's cell. But he does agree to give him five minutes. During these five minutes, the warden takes Sarah Jean outside to see Aww. the moon. That's, That's so adorable. nice. She's like, wow, it's cold. And he orders a guard, give her your jacket. <laughs> she says, no, 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 that's fine. 
That's so nice. I know. This episode's awful. I feel the warden is a good man. He's a good man. He's only in this one episode. Of course. (sighs) Um, So she asked the warden about his sons. uh, And she She cares about everybody's children. Of course, because she's a mother to us all. She mm. says she used to tell Riley that the man on the moon is always, that's creepy, he's always <laughs> watching. I know. It's so creepy. She actually said, What's that one song? No matter where you are, no matter where <laughs> I am, the moon is always, the man on the moon is watching, looking down on us both. What's that one song? I'm the man on the moon, that song? No. <laughs> what? Please disregard. These are not the lyrics to this song at all. The man on the moon will always love you. Wherever you go and whatever you do. The man on the moon. Yeah, I thought you were thinking of... (laughs) Remember Fievel? No. That's before my time. Fievel and American Tale? Fievel watched that? But you watched it. Maybe once when I was a little baby. Don't remember it nearly as much as those ghost stories. <laughs> Sorry for traumatizing you. God, now I'm, it's going to kill me. I can't remember that song. Let's play it at the end. Okay. Okay. Well, okay, the moon. He says, <laughs> the warden asks her if there's something you know that can save you. She thanks him for his kindness. He really is a kind man. I thank you kindly. Cut to Gideon rummaging through Sarah Jean's private bits in her cell. Yes, he picks up a painting, flips it over, (gasps) takes off the piece of cardboard, (gasps) and there's a photo of a teen with a cello. Where did she get this picture of a teen with a cello? It's been clipped out of the newspaper. Uh Oh. (laughs) So they scan it. Into you know, Garcia's many screens. <laughs> you might think that I ask questions to set up what we're saying next, but I don't read ahead. <laughs> I'm just asking questions. And you're, well, as you're very and, good at it. Yeah, and you know what the audience is thinking because I'm, I'm good at segues. It. I'm telling you. Um, so in Garcia's little, her little, uh, what do we call it before? Our setup, no. her screens, like her monitors. In the real world, in where her base of operations. No, something more sinister. Whatever. Her, I don't know. Her hovel or something they like that. They scan the photo in and they just like have it side by side next to two year old Riley and they say, yep, that's him. <laughs> and Hotch tells JJ to circulate this photo of a teen with a cello to the press. Meanwhile, Jacob is being moved to the execution chamber. Ay, ay, ay. Which leads us to our scene of the week. So we have Jacob, Hotch, and the warden. Okay. Um, do you want to be I'll Jacob. be Jacob. Okay. He's being transported. He's gonna he's being killed right now, basically. Sarah Jean! I'll be waiting for you! Do you wish to make your peace with God, Jacob? I've made my peace 18 times, and each one was prettier than him. Why take them with you, Jacob? You know why. Take him down. If you don't mind, gentlemen, this is one walk I can make myself. Sarah Jean! I told you we'd be together forever! He's just confessed to killing four more girls. There's nothing I can do. 
<laughs> your Hodge voice and your warden voice sound identical. <laughs> yes. Cut to Sarah Jean. Cut to Sarah Jean getting her extensions <laughs> cut off as she gazes at her painting of Riley. The hair falls. Nunchucks stop. Hair falls over the painting and she brushes it away. She hears Jacob shouting like a hooligan. Are you ready, Sarah Jean? Gonna ride the lightning, baby. <gasps> Which is the name of the episode. And she turns <laughs> <laughs> She turns over the painting and she sees that her newspaper clipping of the teen with the cello is gone. Bum bum bum. She's ooh the look on her face is like what the Gideon fuck? just keeps messing with her stuff. Gideon is pissing her off. She has three hours to live. And she just wants to look at a picture of her son. Yeah, so cut to Jacob in the electric chair. The curtain separating the witnesses in their separate room opens. So we can see them through the window and they can see him being murdered, I guess. Don't lick me. Shut up. The warden ah! asks if he has any last words. What does he say, Michelle? Bring it on. That's my favorite movie. Hodge comes into the witness room and slams the picture against the glass. It's Riley. He's alive. You lose, he says to Jacob. (laughs) He yells it through the glass. (laughs) Jacob can't hear him. He's like, huh? What? You. He he breathes on the glass. (sighs) You lose. (laughs) He writes on it. He writes it in the But he can't read backwards. (laughs) (laughs) Jacob says, no! And then they roll the hood over his face. And then they pull the switch as he's growling. And now he's dead. And Hotch is sad. Hotch, was that necessary? (laughs) I get that he's a murderer. He's a piece of shit. He wanted him to die unhappy. He wanted him to die knowing... Which they still don't... Well, they don't even know for sure that Riley is alive. He wanted him to die thinking that Sarah Jean wasn't going down with him. <gasps> that is true. Cut to Sarah Jean and Gideon in Sarah Jean's cell. And Gideon comes in and he gives her back the newspaper clipping and says, Jacob is dead. You're so free. <laughs> exactly. Tell me where your son is. You don't have to be afraid of Jacob anymore. And she... She's like, it was never about Jacob. Mm-mm. She made her decision 15 years ago. This is her gift to him. It's kind of beautiful. I when I was I watched this episode again today. Okay. She's like, did you how, what would what would you do to give your child a life that you could never even dream of? Like she was with this piece of shit Jacob she just had her son. She just wanted to give him a better life. Wow. So back in the base of operations, uh, we learn, of course, that Sarah Jean. Oh, what? She only introduced Riley to the wealthy families that she cleaned okay. for because she was a house cleaner. Yes, yes, yes. So they look up families who were looking to adopt in 1990, which is the year Riley disappeared. And apparently there's just a database of those. Around There were three of them. One family, the Sheffields, removed themselves from the list and then moved away. 
Yes, like one month after Riley went missing. And their kid matches Cello Boy. Oh, they named him Byron. Dumb name. Byron? Like, really? I get that they're like rich people, but Byron? Come on. <laughs> what was wrong with Riley? I know they had to change his <laughs> but still. Byron. Morgan and Elle drive to Keystone Heights to find the Sheffields. Yeah, Elle drives. She takes off like a bat out of hell. I love Elle. Gideon and Hotch like run up to the warden where they're like leading her. They're leading Sarah Jean to the execution right now. She's bald now. She's bald now. She's fully snatched. But the warden's like, I cannot do this. And Sarah Jean like begs Gideon, just let me die. If Riley knew who his parents were, their legacy would ruin his life. Um, you have my son's life in your hands. But he wants to save Sarah Jean too. She says. She says, my life ended the day I met Jacob. So sad. It's just so sad. She's like begging him to let her let her son live his life. It's just... It's such a beautiful moment. Like, the love of a mother. Mm. I could never. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Like, she's someone who should be a mother. Mm -hmm. Some people should not be mothers. Honestly, nunchuck. Stop. She's a terrible mother. She was a terrible mother. She had a litter, and she was like... Fuck these cats. Get them away from me. I had a dream. She was always out partying. I had a dream about kittens. But then they also turned into like hamsters from part of the dream. And I I kept them in a little cage. Oh my gosh. That's beautiful. Anyway. Morgan and Elle are banging on the Sheffield's door. Because, you know, we're in a time crunch now. Bang, bang, bang. Open I'm going to cut that out. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But no one answers. Gideon begs for a few more moments. A car drives up to the Sheffield house and Papa Bear gets out. And Morgan Morgan is like, this is about your son. And the dad, like you can see in his face, he's been expecting this day. He's been waiting for this day to come because Morgan's like, FBI is about your freaking son. Ugh, Riley. I actually don't know if he says Riley. Or Byron. Byron. Elle asks, what do they do? (laughs) What do they do? Why does she she ask that? Who does she ask? She asks Hotch through her little thing. She's like, Hotch, we're like here. We have the dad. We have the mom. We have Riley. He's in the car. Like, what do we do now? And Sarah Jean tells Gideon to let them both go, her and her son. And Gideon hugs her. Her bald ass. And he tells Hodge to tell Elle to tell Morgan <laughs> to tell the father <laughs> that they made a mistake. And they have, it's not Riley. And to just leave. But we uh, forgot. I've been waiting for this part where, like, the warden says, I'll give you, like, two minutes with her. And Gideon, and then, like, he's talking to Sarah Jean. And they start taking her away. And Gideon's like, get your hands off of her. I'm still talking to her. Oh, yeah. Because, like, they're at the house, but they the, there's no one there. Yes. So Gideon, he's like, get your hands off of her. Ugh. We're not ready. Gideon is so desperate to save her. She does not want to be saved. But Gideon Mm-mm. is like, I cannot let this happen. When he, 
when he tells her, I want to save you too, it's like, God, like chills. I got chills just saying that just now. Oh. This was a this was a good episode for like building Gideon's character. Mm. Uh, so yeah, they tell the Morgan tells the dad that uh, and we know. Nope, just kidding, wrong house. So we're gonna go, uh, and then they just leave. Yep, and the dad says, "Agent, thank you." Uh, like thank you for letting me have this life with my son and keeping our life. That we built up the same, like, it's just so sad. Why do you keep hitting me with your shoulder? I just love you. So Sarah Jean is happy that Gideon made this choice, even though she's going to die. She asks if Gideon can be the last face that she sees. And he is. And she's executed. The end! Just kidding. We cut. Remember in the beginning when Gideon was watching that concert and he was so happy? Oh my happy? god, I just got chills. I forgot about that. We cut to Riley playing his cello on stage. <laughs> it's Gideon watching from the audience. And it's beautiful. I'm crying right now. And that's the end of the episode. So we had a... <laughs> Nicole's crying. <laughs> I'm crying for Michelle repeating the end of this episode of Criminal Minds. <laughs> I'm such a master storyteller. Uh, we had a Garcia on the runway. Yes. No Morgan's role play. But we did sort of have a That's So Gideon I, moment. Yes. With the painting. I didn't have like a specific thing. To, I feel like Gideon through this whole episode was like on his psychic vibe. And you can tell he's an empath because he just wanted to save her. He just wants to say he just wants to help and save everybody. But Gideon, some people don't want to save. <laughs> some people don't want to be saved. And you can't save everybody. I feel like the psychic twins are like when you call them, they're like if they like explain all the types of psychic to you. And they're like, <laughs> Have you called them? You're an empath. Do you know what that means? And you're like, yeah move along they're like okay so an empath is like <laughs> and they waste like 30 minutes just telling you what things are that's what psychics do psychics, psychics are, are horrible bitches. like i know we like we accepted that in this universe gideon is psychic yeah but like uh, but in real life no no gideon would never do that gideon would never keep you on the phone for half an hour explaining to you what an empath is mm-mm Gideon like would just solve the murder of your dead son. He, he wouldn't it. charge you for it either. Mm-mm. What is that noise? Sally going. Sally, stop She's eating noise. a Q-tip. Oh, good. You're welcome. So we're back. Maybe. That about wraps it up. Nicole is going to edit this show very quickly. You're funny. Nicole is going Ow, to she's edit punching the show me. She's quickly. punching me. So... Yeah, follow us on Twitter at Very Little Vogel, on Instagram, uh, unsubpod. Is it unsubpod or the unsubpod? <laughs> I forgot to send that. I hate you. I don't hate you. I hate you. Boop, 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 boop. <clears throat> no jokes kicking me. <laughs> you deserve it. Why are you checking? I thought you were checking. What is it? I can't see it. Where is it? How do I get to our...
It's unsubpod. Uh, shoot us an email, which we never check at the... I check it. Oh, good. Theunsubpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We're going to have some good Instagrams today. We got the animals. We got oh, yeah. Sarah Jean in a bald cap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be dope. And I'm, I, for one, Michelle, I am ready to get back into this podcast, Nicole. It brings us closer together as uh, sisters, Nicole. She has my neck. I love <laughs> you. I love you too. <laughs> All right. Why don't you leave them with the closing quote? And I'll just leave you with this. Albert Pine said, What we do for ourselves dies with us. What we do for others and the world remains and is immortal. Why is that Albert Pine's voice? I don't know who Albert Pine is. (laughs) 